name is Priscilla Mears, and welcome to my little space where I talk about finding beauty in a simplified life. Speaking as a mom, wife, and simply a believer in this 21st century, it is my goal to encourage you to seek the Lord's ways, and through that you will find unexplainable joy. In a world of constant messaging, I pray for us to grow in discernment so we are able to recognize His voice throughout the chaos of life. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's podcast. I got my dog sitting next to me and it is chilly outside. It is freezing and tomorrow it's literally supposed to be like seven degrees, I think. And I'm in Texas and that is just super abnormal. (laughs) And so Sunday is going to be freezing. Monday's going to be freezing and... The state has already like sent out warnings of like do not travel because it's supposed to be really cold and icy and there was already like really bad stuff that's gone down Um, just because as Texans we're not prepared for bad weather because we're just used to it being sunny and hot and even in our winter it's not that bad. I think most of us Texans don't even have clothing to properly keep ourselves warm so anyways it's only for a short stint but we feel we are feeling the the cold frigid weather um, that's coming at us so anyways today I'm going to be kind of talking about as I have um, kind of pulled off of social media I think for me what's really funny is that over the past couple of years I have seen other people recommend books And I'm like, oh, yes. And so I buy the book, you know, whether it's off of half um, price bookstores or I go in or I swipe it on Amazon and it shows up to my door and then I add it to my bookshelf and I'm like, okay, one day. Well, since I've been really trying to stay off of social media, just because even whenever I I go in to host um, some contour classes, I find myself scrolling. And that's why I deleted the apps off my phone, but I've found it really hard to kind of um, check in on these classes without the Facebook app on my phone. So of course, you know, once I get done going live or I'm posting or I'm following up with a, a thank you shout out, I then proceed to mindlessly scroll and kind of get a little bit down. And because there's just so much negativity information, there's just so much data that I feel like, especially after kind of getting off of it for a couple of weeks, that it's just an overload of information and there's just so much that to filter through and to discern what is right from wrong or just what is positive versus negative what is adding or taking away from the rest of my day of just being more optimistic and positive I think I've just become super aware of how it's affecting me emotionally and affecting how I live out my life now that I've kind of made that decision, uh, that heart decision to get off of social media. And so I coming back to the bookshelf, it's been really funny because I, I've been looking at my bookshelf and I've picked up one and it's really good so far. I'm like only a couple of chapters in 
and I don't intend to kind of go all the way, you know, I don't make, I don't intend making this a book club, but you know, I do love reading, but because of how my life has been in the past couple of years, I just haven't been reading, but I've been collecting those books. So I'm going to be slowly but surely kind of going through those because I bought them for a reason. And so it's just interesting. Anyways, my, my pre-intro to this podcast, I actually recorded on January 1st when I had a very like solid, just on my heart of this is what I want, of this is what I feel like God wants me to talk about. And the word discern just keeps coming up, discern, discern. And in today's culture and society, I feel like the word discern is so important. And it was just real interesting because this very first book that I picked up, um, it talks about discernment and how as um, being a discerning mama bear. So this is Mama Bear Apologetics, Empowering Your Kids to Challenge Cultural Lies. And I've seen this book, and honestly, it's because it's cute factor. I'm a graphic designer, so the vintage-esque and fonts and colors and just the design of it catches my eye. But I had seen a few moms share about this book, and so I had bought it a while back, and so I'm just now reading it. But it's just it's just awesome how God works sometimes because I was wanting to do a message on discernment. And I really like how she kind of had a an example of this, and how she can, how we can um, teach our kids to be able to discern as well as for us as well, um, but to teach our kids too, because in today's day and age, it is really hard to decipher, you know, right from wrong, or if it's completely on our feelings versus what is fact. So I'm going to read a little bit about how they. Um, define it. So biblical discernment means identifying both the good and the bad. So I think a lot of the times in our, you know, as as Christians, we want to say, oh, this is bad, this is good. But there's a lot of good things that might have one little bad thing in it. And so we don't want to just throw out the whole thing. So she kind of used a an, a comparable I, idea of it being like a food allergy. So she can't have peas and instead of just, you know, saying, hey, I can't have fried rice and no one can, I just decide to take the plate and I pick out the peas and so I don't accept all the food, but I don't reject all of it either. And so as kids, um, our kids are culinary discerners because naturally they pick out what they don't like and they will eat what they do like. So much like how they are picky eaters, <laughs> we need them to be trained to have a, a spiritual ability to discern the information that comes before them and that so that they have the knowledge and the conviction to be able to decipher what is of God and what is of the world. So I like how she says, we want to keep our kids safe, but being a part, but part of keeping them safe is actually teaching them to discern for themselves. 
because we can shelter our kids and we can protect them and we can homeschool them. I mean, I'm homeschooling my kids, but we can only do that for so long and our kids are not always going to have um, our parental supervision. And so we really have to equip them to be able to recognize what is true and what is of God and what is of the world um, so that one day, and even today, even if your kids are super young, that they will be able to pick out the bad out of the good or the truth out of the lies that the enemy is going to be throwing at your kids through media, through um, other, what other kids say, or just things that they see. And so we need to be able to equip them. So when it comes to our media in the in maybe devices or stuff um, we can't simply label things as safe slash dangerous or Christian slash non-Christian because even today, there's a lot of Christian teachings there out there that are not actually biblical. So having a discerning spirit and um, the ability to see and to be able to decide what is good and what is bad and according to the Bible, not by our feelings or emotions, is so vital so vital for us and for vital for our kids as well so i like how um, another one-liner that she said is um, my point is that a mature informed discerning worldview does not need to fear the false messages that the world churns out if it has already been trained to identify which aspects to reject so this whole book is about teaching your kids apologetics and um, apologetics comes from the Greek text apologia, which means defense, as in 1 Peter 3.15, um, always be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. So we are giving reasons and evidence for what we believe with skill and knowledge, but also tactfulness. So we're not just a part of the whole cancel culture that is so strong right now, but we need to be able to do it with gentleness and respect like the Bible says. So through that, we can help reach people um, not, not out of fear or trying to persuade them, but that they can hear it. And if we do not present the information in a in a graceful way, then people are just going to shut us out. And so not only will they they not hear the gospel or they hear the scientific evidence um, that supports our Bible, but they are also, we're going to be a bad testimony to the gospel in itself. And so it's not good. And so not to say that we are like going to go out there and we're looking to talk about you know how other people's beliefs are wrong and whatnot it's not that at all and i really like that she included that she goes you don't have to go and search for opportunities to talk about this kind of stuff they find you and guess what they're gonna find your children too so the command from one um from first peter three fifteen is for us to be prepared for when these occasions do present themselves. And so I love how Mama Bear Apologetics is all about preparing our kids so that when they do encounter any kind of a belief system that opposes um, the Bible or that stands for some other God or themselves or no God, that they will be equipped with the, the evidence so that they can confidently represent the Lord and their faith and who God is and what his word says and how we can see it in nature, in science, and through 
history. And so it's really amazing. I actually studied apologetics whenever I was in high school and I really love it. Um, a few resources besides this book, which I'm totally going to recommend so far. I looking at the table of contents, she has like a chapter covering the information to counteract several religions. Um, even though people don't say that they're religious, they're spiritual now. Um, but all the isms, naturalism, postmodernism, moral relativism, emotionalism, new spirituality, progressive Christianity, I mean, everything. So I'm, I'm really excited to kind of keep going into this book. I've only read um, to chapter three, but I can just tell it's going to be full of good information on things that I haven't personally even studied. Um, when growing up and when I was in high school, I studied a lot of like science, like Ken Ham and uh, the Genesis Answers in Genesis ministry, uh, the Case for Christ. Like those were the kinds of things that I was reading. But now, in the world of just everybody. Um, everyone's feelings are fact and everybody's emotions can totally run how their morals go and whatever is good is not and whatever is not is good. It's just, it's crazy. So it's super important to equip yourself and your kids and prepare the next generation for, you know, the, the world that is in our culture today because we want to be able to counter that with the truth and there's so much truth. You can't even find a factual truth online nowadays because the internet's so screwed up. Again, and I think I'm going to say this every episode, it's all the more important that we need to be in our Bible and we need to know what it says so that we can discern for ourselves and for our kids, teach them how to discern what is good and what is right and that we don't be just cancel culture, but we hear the, the people who oppose us and we can find a common value, a common ground, and that we can acknowledge that, but that we can also point out what we believe is not right and what is against God's word. So let's not be cancel culture, okay? I like how she says it. Let's not be the no party. We're not just the no party. No, we're not going to hang out with you. No, we're not going to believe you. No, we're not going to listen to you or give you the time of day. Rather, we need to be listening just as Christ listened to the people who opposed him or fought him or were against him. He listened and he responded with grace and understanding and love. So that's what we need to be. We need to not be spewing what we believe in hate or in disgust or um, in a repelling way, shape or form. We need to be presenting it with love so that it falls not on deaf ears, but if the Lord wants to be able to use you, that we use the restraint of the Holy Spirit to be able to present the gospel and to present the evidence for our faith in a way that is gentle and respectful, like in 1 Peter 3.15. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I will be including the link to um, this book in my show notes. And the author, I don't think I ever said it, it's Hillary Morgan Ferrer, F-E-R-R-E-R. And she um, actually has a podcast called The Mama Bear Apologetics. And so I haven't actually listened to it yet, but I bet it's good. So I'm going to put that in my show notes. And if you are curious about, you know, wanting to learn about apologetics or you're actually like, 
ugh, I don't want to learn about apologetics. That does not sound fun at all. Um, I would encourage you that it would be something to maybe pray about because especially in today's society and with the whole cancel culture, you just got to know what's out there. You got to know what you believe, but also you want to know what is out there and what could potentially be presented to your kids. And we want to be those mama bears protecting our kids from the enemy and from the ways of this world. So we're going to be in the world and we can't prevent the enemy from attacking us, but we can be prepared in the words so that we can discern what is truth and what is not and live according to God's ways, which in the end brings us joy and comfort and strength during all the ups and downs of this life. episode with a family member or a friend, that we will be bold in doing that and point others to the hope that we have during these trying times.